Hello and welcome to the Christmas episode podcast, the podcast where we debate, dissect, and discuss the cheeriest episodes of your favorite television programs. Brent and I were on the couch tonight. Yeah, we're we're just relaxing. We're, you, we're getting our hygge on. Do you remember we used to record on the couch? No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Like maybe once. Twice. Three times a lady. We used to. Like we, done, we've, we, we are it. normally at the we've table. Um, but so we recorded on the couch when we watched Midsummer. Home Improvement. Uh, we sat just like this. It's an L-shaped couch. Brent's on the... I don't remember. I'm on the long part. Hey! Oh, Gesundheit. I Hey! Oh, We're sneezing for a breeze. Your hair looks great right Got now. Got a long hair. I ordered Suavecito, my pomade of choice from Amazon. What's, on pa- what's pomade? Pomade's a type of thing you put in hair, type of product. You Californians are so big on products. California. I don't get it. I just use the hot Texas air for my hair. And that's why it's so thin and falling <laughs> out, and I look like a soccer mom. Like the Texas air. No, I ordered Suavecito on Friday in hopes I would get here Saturday, and... Um, Didn't work? Package Didn't, got has lost. Has yet to show up. And it was Amazon, so it's generally very reliable. And so I got a refund, and I bought a new one today. So fingers crossed that it comes. But now you're going to get two? No. Or did you cancel the order? Canceled the order. Thanks a lot, Jeff Bezos. While you're out there making your money, I'm not getting my hair combed for my honey. Yeah, his hair looks awful. Is it No, awful? it's actually it's not bad. Long. It's just big. Yeah, I got a, my hair grows like a weed. You've got great volume. Got a lot of volume on the hair. It's your mom's dad, right? That's how you can determine your yeah. hair. My mom's dad did not have any bald issues at all. Well, you're blessed. My... Mom's dad died when she was 22, and so... Was he bald? She thinks that he was balding, I think. Okay. So, I'm probably doomed. Yeah. But well, I've made it past. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've jumped the hump. My question, Brent, is what are you going to do with oh your hair shoe. if you're bald? That's. Uh, are you going to be a Bic guy? I don't think so. you do like the Homer Simpson, like the side? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I don't know. I think about it every day. <laughs> there's there's some dudes I've seen out in the community who have bald heads, and I'm like, you rock it. You actually make me want to be bald. Here's my thing. I feel like it's you're either bald and you have a, like a beard, like a full beard. Yeah. And then I feel like you just become like that's just such a stereotype, and I don't want to become a bald-headed beard man. I feel like I'm going to have to completely change. I'm going to have to completely change my look once I go bald. Oh, my gosh. You Who's know? bald Brent going to be? Like, I, well, I'll have to be a new person. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be, like, I can't be me bald. It won't work. Okay. I like this. Do you know what I'm saying? This is a fun thought experiment. <laughs> so you're saying Like, I'm going to have to, like, get glasses. I'm going to have to, like, just have, like, a mustache. Like, th- I'm, that's what I'm envisioning. So, Bald Brent, what are you going to like? Like, what is Bald, bald Brent's hobbies? It's going to, like, shift into, like, something very obscure, like, n- that no one participates in. I feel like you're going like, to be... Like, a welding, but, like, a <laughs> casual welding... <laughs> If you're out there and you're a casual welder. If you're a casual welder. Tweet at us. If at you weld for. Casual. I feel like Brian is probably a casual welder. Brian is a casual welder. And casual welding, from what I understand, <laughs> is illegal, right? Like, you need to have a welding license or something like that. No, you do not need a license to weld. License People are welding for their cars all the time. License to weld. That's a funny, uh, like, I don't know, would that be a. Sounds like a YA novel. Or it sounds like, like a Larry the Cable Guy movie. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I know you like Larry the Cable Guy a lot. Huge, huge fan. Huge fan. That's the whole Texas thing. You love Larry the Cable Guy. I love Cable. 
Um, so our listenership is still declining rapidly. <laughs> I just checked. I forgot to, I forgot to check over the week. Um, and it's again because we don't actively promote this at all. And it is how again f- because we just do this for ourselves. How you find this if you aren't in our immediate community is sh- it would truly be like even if you are in our immediate com- community, people still are like, "What is your podcast called? What do you do again?" I almost equated it like if you aren't in our community and you find it, it's like finding buried treasure. But it's not even like finding buried treasure. No, if someone doesn't know us and finds and like this tinsel. podcast, they're like, "This is weird." I don't like it. I don't want to think about Christmas in March. I do, which is why we got the pod. Which is why we have only six listeners because no we one more wants than six. We no more one than six. wants to talk about. We Christmas. have less than a million and more than six. You decide. You decide what side of history do you want to be on. But speaking of history, Brent, we are in the midst of a historical epidemic. Oh yeah. The coronavirus. Yeah, we are not okay. What are your thoughts on? You're probably going to get it. On scale of one to ten, if I'm gonna get it, no, you're gonna get it. What are my thoughts that I will get the virus? You're gonna become a statistic. Oh, I was thinking about this today. I was like, what do I do if I get the virus? You like, do I move? Do I have to move? No. I was like, is Andrew gonna like kick me out of our apartment? No, you would. You should find. I'd be quarantined. Another place to live. Yeah, you'd be quarantined for sure. I'd probably have to fly back to Texas. No, not on a plane, bro. Oh, that's so true. People do not want me at the airport. I listened to a guy on their radio say, I had it, and it was so mild that I was going to go to work. Like, it just didn't feel How did he know he had it? He got tested afterwards, like, bro, you got it. And he's like, no way. That's crazy. I was going to go to work and infect everybody. Nine people have died in Washington. Yeah, why Washington? What's going on up there? I think there was one, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, go ahead and tweet at us if I'm wrong, but... I think that there was someone in this like healthcare facility that had it mm. and then spread it. I should really be talking to my mother more about this because she does She's work in hospitals. Yes, she is. But I just, it's really, I feel like everyone else is bringing it up around me that I don't feel the need to bring it up. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. You know? That's my story. I don't want to just like keep, keep the buzz going. I'm a verbal processor. Excuse me, I'm yawning. <sighs> I'm a verbal processor. And so... When it comes to like things like the coronavirus or like terrorist attacks, I always just want to like talk about them because I feel like someone out there has the answer. It helps you process with others. Or like I'm just like I don't know if you remember back in real Christmas time when North Korea said they had like a Christmas present for America. I don't remember that. They said Did that. we get it? No. What was it? Got lost. Money? Like my, like my pomade. <laughs> was it money? I think it was a get best buy gift card for a hundred dollars stocking stuffer yeah no but i kept talking to people like they're not really gonna do anything right like you know that right like i'm just trying to get someone to say like, oh they're not yeah see to. that's not me i'm just like i don't i i feel like i don't need to worry until i need to worry yeah i don't feel like i need to worry until i need to worry but i always feel like i need to worry i mean i'm a natural worrier i am always i'm worrying about other things like my hair <laughs> being bald <laughs> I I could I I'm I'm not worried about me getting coronavirus. I'm more worried about yeah. what my future self will be like as a bald human. Maybe one of Am the, I shallow tweeted us. <laughs> maybe one of the side effects of uh coronavirus is balding. Or like you your hair comes back. <laughs> In which case? I won't say it. Yeah, we have a miracle out of California. A guy yeah. Well, I also coronavirus I also am not super nervous about it because I've just heard about if you're not it's like impacting people who are ill. Yeah. Or already with the com- elderly. Compromised immune yeah. systems. 
And I mean, I guess maybe I do have a compromised immune system with my optic issues. One can only hope. I did have a panic attack in CVS the other day because I had to pick up my meds. Because you saw those receipts and how long they <laughs> were? Seriously. No. I had to pick up – they were out of the emergency tablets. Is this – this is not important to talk about. It's Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no one wants to hear me talk about my CVS tragedy. You had a panic attack in CVS. So that's wild. It was just the fact that I needed to buy potassium supplements, and I didn't really know what was wrong with me. I was like, why do I need these? Should I call my doctor? Did someone tell you, or did you just like? You yeah, my what? doctor was like, oh. you should buy blank to balance out the blank that you take. Now and then, I was panicking. I was like, why do I take this? You should buy Rogaine. What is this for? To balance out the hair that you're losing. The amount of people who tell me I should use Rogaine is how many? Probably like someone once a week. It's it goes back once and forth. Once a week, you need to hang out with new people, my man. My mom is always like, I could buy you hair plugs. Oh my gosh. I'm like, mom. Buy his oh, like, mom. Don't. Um, that's really sad. I'm sorry, Brent. But and then it's either J- Jack Black. You know, it's like so funny to me is when people refer to me as Jack Black is that my lack of reaction to that, you'd think it would be like a, like a, like a, oh, compliment instrument. No, oh. my like, oh, yeah. You think people would get the hint like, oh, no, he must not like that. But no. <laughs> and it's also just such an easy way for people to not learn my name. I like that you said, oh, he must not like that. Like, that's not what people are thinking at all. They're, like, really excited that you... They're like, hey, hey, Jack Black. Can you do the thing with the tenacious D? And it's just, I know that people call me that because they don't know my name. Hey, Jack. Yeah. It's like, Brent is the same same amount of syllables, man. Same amount of syllables, just a little bit. Is it Brett? Is it Brent? Is it Grant? What? Yeah, Grant. Who's Grant? That's, I get Grant sometimes. Oh. Or Brian. I also get Brian. Hey, Brian, Grant, zip, 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 zip. Sure. You want to draw? You get to draw tonight. Was it me? Yeah, we're we're our hats running low, and I was just gonna ask, like, what do we do when we're out of things in the hat? Are we just done with the pod? <laughs> Is that when we start season three? One, that might be actually <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I mean, that's more than. That's three months. That's three months. If we record every Tuesday, which what's we, March? That could put us at summertime. Honestly, uh, we June could 26th. be. We could be done with the hat by then. Okay. Well, let's try it. Here and Sherlock is probably still in there. We no, know I we're talk, never going to watch it. <laughs> All right. Ready? <laughs> Tonight. We're watching. Oh, you know who's going to be happy about this one? Who? Was it John? I love Lucy. I love Lucy. Christmas episode. Now I've heard everything. Victoria is also going to be happy about this because she loves I love Lucy. I have seen many episodes. I just couldn't tell you anything about it. I Love Lucy Christmas special. Oh, interesting. They colorized it in 2019. No. We don't want that. Not interested. Okay. Give me that original black and white. Uh, I Love Lucy Christmas show, TV episode. Aired December 24th, 1956. Wow. Season 6, episode 11. On Christmas Eve, the Ricardo and the Mertzes recall past events in their lives as seen in clips from past episodes a clip show oh, not interested no, not a clip show okay i'm sure there's more i'm sure there's more i'm sure there's more i'm sure there's more we're not fans of clip shows we do not stand that's when the writers are like what do we do what do we do like look we're busy oh dude is that all we have i don't how am i having such a hard time finding i love lucy christmas episodes you know what i think it's because you're you only have one hand you're only using one hand it's true it's true he's not wrong um do you want to just watch the colored one? 
The colorized one, I should say. Is that the one where they look back in the history? No, that's the one that they just re-aired, I suppose. Uh, fine. If we must. Okay, so this is going to be... Ugh, I don't even know what we're going to watch. You're going to have to check in with us after the <laughs> after the break to find out which episode <laughs> of I Love Lucy we watched. We'll see you after the break. <laughs> I Love Lucy. This is so strange. Um... We got it to work. We watched it. We watched the one we were talking about, season six, episode eleven. Took us a little bit to figure it out. The Christmas Lucille special, or whatever it's called. I think it was just called the Christmas show. The Christmas show, or maybe it was honestly called the Christmas episode. No, it's too on the nose. I mean, I couldn't. If it was that case, I would freak out. Yeah, you would have freaked out. I love Lucy. The I love Lucy Christmas show. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so much to discuss in process. We watched what could only be described as a clip show, the first among them, a as flashback. far as I've heard. Yeah, Google told me that it was the first ever flashback episode on television. Wow. Now, that is something that I'm just shocked at. I like, as well. That doesn't... We can owe a, we owe all of our throwback episodes to... Not throwback, just clip shows. Clip Simpsons shows. do clip shows a lot. Um, the Office did a clip show episode. Yeah, it doesn't mean... They're not substance. They're great. They're, they don't have substance. Friends really. has had, like, oh, two of them. I hate Friends. No, you don't. I know. <laughs> um, it's just like a really common take. I hate friends. So I'm You so never say that, though. You no, like people, friends. No, people don't like friends. I've never heard anyone say they don't like friends. It's like a Seinfeld v. Friends thing. It's like the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. battle of wits. So, yeah, we watched them recount their history as friends. So yeah. it's Lucy and Desi and then f- Fred and Fred Ethel. Fred and Ethel. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to say Frank. Fred and Ethel, and they're just the fabulous they're the neighbors. foursome. Yeah. Where do they live? What city? New York. New York. I'm pretty positive. Question for you, Brent, as someone who's seen the show. Would now you I'm second-guessing that they don't live <laughs> in New York. Would you be someone who frequented Desi's club? Yeah. What it, well that, is a, that is a lost art, like the art of just yeah. like the night, like the actual nightclub. Like it happens in Vegas, mm-hmm. but like the he, he's like a performer. He's like an entertainer. Yeah, makes me think of uh, Maisel. Marvelous, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Maisel episodes where they'll have like comedians. It's like very vaudeville. Yeah, but this feels like he just like had a band and he's just like, we're going to play some songs. Yeah, I love that. You can eat dinner and watch and laugh and have some drinks. I want that to come back. Is is that not just what we do? We have podcasts now. <sighs> Whatever. How do I listen to podcasts? I know you don't. Um, speaking of podcasts. What would I Love Lucy's podcast be called? Lucille Ball starts a podcast tomorrow. What's it called? First of all, what's the, is it like long-form interviews? Is it like true crime? Is it like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's like a, a DIY, like, teaching us stuff yeah. podcast. Yeah. So she died. So Honestly, she, she, she passed she's away. like a hero. For who? In the comedy world. She, this was not a funny episode. If yeah, but Lucille Ball is like a hero in terms of like being a woman in right, who owned right, her own right, production right. company. Yeah, okay, so that's that's huge. Huge. Huge, huge for women in entertainment. Pioneer. Yeah. We stand a legend. But listen. This episode was not, this was not to her. the I Love Lucy her par. Her chops were comedic flops. Let's be honest. <laughs> like We should make that a drop. That was actually good. Here, I'll make that a drop really quick. Ready? I feel like it oh. won't. <laughs> oh, okay. Her comedic chops were more like comedic flops. Her comedic chops. Perfect. But how, ma- <laughs> <laughs> how 
how, how many drop? How, how is that going to apply? I didn't even know that we had a purple button. We do now, and you know what it says? Nope. Her comedic oh, chops. Anyway. We're never going to use that drop. Herc. Herc you leave. Oh, that used to be the Boxing Day drop? Boxing Day. Um, fans of the show would <coughs> know all four of them. Nope. More than six? Less than a thousand? Million? Million. <laughs> less than a million. Okay, so I Love Lucy. They have a child, Ricky Jr. I, br- I kept writing down Frankie. That's a, I that's don't a, know. Frankie's a very classic, like, 1950s kid. Hey, Frankie. It's a Frankie, hey. And No, they, it's Frankie Jr., yeah. They, they established this, like, story with Santa. He's like, I want to watch Santa come down, and then I'll go to bed. And they're like, well, you can't because of the Sandman. Yeah, they explained, like, the why and the how of Santa. And Lucy's like, yeah, how does that happen, and Ricky? Ricky was like, the Sandman alerts Santa to which kids are asleep, which is yeah. great. That is a consistent That's line a, of thinking. Yeah. And if... And I'm gonna and Ricky Jr. believed it. Well, yeah, he was a kid. He's stupid. And I don't know. Did you see him on that drum solo? Let's end? get to the end. He might be, maybe not. He's all a protege. But the dude is like whiplash. Like that guy was Miles Tellering. Because he got kid. a drum set for Christmas. He got and a drum he literally was a like. <laughs> Can you name four famous drummers? Travis Barker. Yep. Uh, three. Just do three. Uh, Danielle Heim. Okay, do two more. We'll count her because she is very gifted. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the person from School of Rock. Jack Black? No, that he recommends Freddie to listen to. He's like, listen to this guy. Mm-hmm. The drum solo on blank is... The song is Tom Sawyer, right? I don't know. I mean, that's... that's Literally, no, I don't know any drummers. You got Fine, you got me. <laughs> I'm not the drum And the only reason thing. why I know that Travis Barker is because he had that reality show, right? With his wife. That's really funny. That's Now I ex-wife. Mean, yeah. R.I.P., man. That's sad. But yeah, they give the kid a drum set. We're Randy Jackson. We're going off the rails. <laughs> is Randy Jackson a drummer? No, he's but a, it was a bassist, isn't he? Yeah, it was a clip show. And I was like looking at Brent, I was like, are these actual episodes of I Love Lucy? Yes. Which made me feel like I don't give this show enough credit. I think I have this weird bias, or I'd even call it a prejudice, against like older TV shows like I Love Lucy, where I'm like, not funny, not plot driven enough, like not, and you know, that's just because I haven't really watched them. I watched this. You're ignorant. I'm soups ig. Yeah. And I liked it. This episode. I liked. I liked the fact that these shows yeah. had have these like sprawling narratives, and yeah. I don't give them the credit for that. I'm glad that you are. Learning the storytelling was f- was fine in those other clips, which I enjoyed. But the big kicker at the end, because really nothing else happens in this episode except them. Talking. There's three flashbacks, and they're long. Yeah, like they're long flashbacks, each, which filled the time yeah, because the rest of the episode is them just decorating the Christmas tree, and nothing really is happening. Yeah. Like everything that they're doing is a catalyst to a conversation they have, which then sets up a clip. Yeah. Remember when you told me you were pregnant? Remember when you gave birth? Remember, you know, it's like. Oh, okay. Got it. Totally. Yeah. Locked in. But um, I was just going to say something about oh, Santa the at end, the end. The end. Santa. So at the very end, again, we're off the rails. We're not really locked in in terms of recounting the episode. Because it's hard to recount an episode that basically like recounts other episodes. Yeah, right? it doesn't follow a normal structure. So yeah, it's hard. We won't. We won't either. We're the Christmas episode and her comedic chop. <laughs> Gosh. So um, at the very end, Desi, Lucy, Fred, and Ethel. There you go. Are all dressed like Santa Claus in the kitchen of Lucille's. And well, they Desi's. all walk into the living room and like Santa none of them are looking at each other. And they all look up and they're like, man, we really should have co- <laughs> we should have coordinated this better. So then they all go in the kitchen 
and then yeah, there's, there's like four of them in the Ricky kitchen. Ricky Jr. is waking up. We could, let's go to the kitchen. All four of them are in the kitchen, and then Fred walks in, and you're like, wait, I thought four people were in here already. Yeah. And then process of elimination. <gasps> One of these is the real Zach. He's really here. And they really see that he's right behind you. The caller's in the house. He's in the house. But they, they figure it out by – it's a silent scene where they just it's all pull down each other's wigs or their beards. Yeah. And they're like, mm-hmm. And, then, and then they turn, and the real Santa, they try and pull his beard down. And he's, he's like, like oh. And then he disappears. disappears. And the way that he disappears is obviously terrible. I mean, like, it just, like, they obvi- they just put, like, one shot over the next one and, like, cut it in. And I was, like, thinking to myself how bad and how archaic it was. But I, I had this vision of, like, this dad in the 50s, like – Cracked open a beer, whatever they drink then. He's like watching TV and the disappearing happens. And he's like, honey, <laughs> I just saw the craziest thing. Or kids. Santa was right there. Yeah. And that was it. That was like Avatar at the time. And that was the modern day Avatar of 1956. <laughs> James Cameron saw that. He's like, I'm going to make a movie about blue people. James Cameron was four. <laughs> How old do you think James Cameron was? Not alive. You don't th- okay. You don't think James Cameron was alive in nineteen? Oh, actually, fifty six. I bet he was like one or two. He was born in fifty four, so he was two years old. Nailed it. And he was checking out. I love. He Lucy. was watching this episode. Oh my god! Sitting there playing drums. It's like like another one protege to another. I if I ever get the opportunity to interview James Cameron, that'd be the funniest, most like niche question. Like, so he would walk out of the interview. Just one. I've heard you talk about your inspiration for Avatar the film, and I was wondering how much did the 1956 Christmas episode of I Love Lucy play into that? When Santa's there, then he's not anymore. He'll be like, and he's like, I get this question every day. <laughs> it's like, are women in comedy funny? What's it like being a woman in Hollywood? Speaking of Heim, their new record is called Women in Music. I know, Volume part three. three. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I have a crazy fact to tell you. Yes, you did look at me. And say, I've got a crazy fact. You know that a biopic is coming of Lucy and Desi. Lucy's played by Kate Blanchett. Desi. What? Desi Oscar Isaac. I didn't know this. You know who's writing it? Oh, gosh. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. And when it first got, like, announced. Greenlit. Yeah, because they're meeting with directors right now. I think the movie's – he has a movie coming out later this year, but I bet he'll – They're in pre-production. Yeah. Um, but when it was announced, it was like – Aaron Sorkin writes a biopic of uh, you know, Lucille Ball, played by Kate Blanchett. Follow her <laughs> two hours before she goes on to one of our most iconic episodes. And it's like, that's the most Aaron Sorkin. He always has like these very normal situations with like very crazy like caveats at the end. So like, like you watched a Steve Jobs movie recently. Yes. Originally, that movie was pitched as three unbroken 30-minute takes like a play mm-hmm. before product launches. And so this is going to be two hours, like live. Oh, before that's her what going the entire on. yeah. I don't think that will actually happen. If I'm willing to bet this, I think their their story, her owning, you know, being the first woman to run a production company, and how legendary they were, even as they were like performing. You don't want to miss that, and I think Aaron Sorkin would do really well. With and maybe some like, like marital issues yeah, between I hope, the I two hope of we them. Get a lot. I guess they were separated before the show even started filming. Like I don't think that they were doing well. But I think they were, like, pretty chummy. I'm not sure. In one of my film classes, it was called TV's Number Ones, where we had to watch every Christmas television episode? program that is, like, ranked number one in the ratings mm-hmm. from, 
I Love Lucy wasn't the first. It was like Live in Color was the first one or something like that. Which in is ironic. The, in the fifties, in, in the fifties, and then I Lo- I Love Lucy was later on, and I Love Lucy was the number one program for like three, four years, and you had to watch an episode and you had to learn kind of all the background on each show. That's fascinating. But I don't remember learning about pre-marital, like pre-show mm. marital yeah. struggles. Whatever. I mean, I saw that when I was just doing doing a quick Google of the, the episode. Desi Desi Arnaz. What's it? What um. What what was the production company called? Oh, Desilu. Desilu. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I really I, I'm interested in the film about them. I mean, my boy Sorkin could not be writing it, and I'd still be. My girl in Kate it. can do no wrong. And Oscar Isaac, that's good. That's a good cast. I'm intrigued. I, I mean, don't know. I'm I'm not fully sold yet. I told you, Aaron Sorkin could literally throw a Sneeze. pen at a paper, and I'd be like, "That's good." Get that's it. art. It's like the banana tape duct tape to a wall. <laughs> that sold for. Thousands yeah. and thousands. I watched The Social Network and Steve Jobs last Thursday, back-to-back. And I watched Social Network with the commentary on. Yeah, you liked it, though. It was interesting. I learned a lot about a movie I know a lot about already. You learned even more? Yeah, dude, listen to this. The the um, the um people. How much did Lucille Ball influence Aaron Sorkin's he, creation he cannot of... cannot stop talking about her. <laughs> the, the commentary of The Social Network is Jesse Eisenberg, Army Hammer... Andrew Garfield, Justin Timberlake, and Aaron Sorkin. Right. It's stacked. It's a lot of people. It's stacked. It's fine. You're, you, but you were watching Steve Jobs, or you watched Steve Jobs? I watched Steve Jobs. What'd you think? Jobs? Yeah, it was just called Jobs, right? There's a Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. It's called Steve Jobs. There's a Steve Jobs with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, it's called Jobs. Because Aaron Sorkin bought the rights to the book, Steve Jobs. Mm. What did you Classic. think? Classic. Um, I was enjoying it. It's a good movie, right? I was trying to think back, and I didn't message Victoria, I believe, read a book either by Steve Jobs' wife or by Steve Jobs' daughter. Daughter, yeah. All about kind of like their gnarly relationship and yeah. like or lack thereof. And I wanted to message her and be like, remind me again everything that <laughs> she explains. Because if you haven't seen the movie Steve Jobs with um, – who is it? Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kate Winslet, mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels, Seth Rogen, Michael Stuhlbar. How do you say his name? Michael. Stuhlbog? I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> anyway. Stuhlbog. Stuhlbog. Uh, it, it's it's a movie about, you know, about Steve Jobs, obviously. And a huge part of it is how terrible he is to this girl he won't even accept as his daughter. Yeah. Really, really, really heavy. Really sad. Really gnarly. It's a good movie. There are some funny parts, and I know you haven't finished it yet, so I won't spoil it. But it does kind of feel like it's hard to describe. But like a lot of times in like historical fiction, the way that like the thing that the person does that you know them for, like they have like a a very like silly way of doing it. And like so, there's a scene in the end of Steve Jobs, and I'll, I'll explain what I mean in a second when I say this story. But like in the end of Steve Jobs, his daughter's there, and she has like a Walkman, and he's like, I literally was right. I'm like right before he sees the daughter. Okay, well he sees at the her. end. Yeah, he sees her, and he, she has a Walkman. Spoiler! He has, she has a Walkman, and he goes, "I hate that thing. Soon there'll be five thousand songs in your pocket." And I'm like, "That's not how you came up with the iPod." <laughs> it, it, it was like I almost expected her to be like, "Shut up, Dad!" And she pulls out like a clay tablet. And he's like, I'm, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a digital one of those." Yeah. 
Oh, and then oh, there's also a scene where Wozniak has a watch. Yeah. And he's like, oh, watches. <laughs> he's like, this watch. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh, could you tell me what the time is on an airplane. the East Coast or something? Yeah. And then he's and he's like, if you took the thing on an airplane, he's like, it looks like a bomb, yeah. Woz. So they've stopped listening at this point. But yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's fine. We don't care. Back to I Love Lucy. What about Christmas? Like, did this get right? Um, I feel like, well, I'm going to make a statement and then you can correct me. Have we seen an episode of television where we've had like a really young child, maybe outside of Hey Arnold or something like Seventh that? Seventh Heaven. Um, okay, Seventh Heaven, where we kind of have that whole, um. Don't tell or like. What's the Santa, how does Santa Claus come down the got chimney? It, got it. Rugrats? That was Hanukkah. That was the, what was that episode called? That was a Hanukkah episode. I know, but what was it called? I forgot. It had an interesting name. Baby Maccabee or something? No. <laughs> it was I don't before have it I got in my your book. journal, yeah. Yeah, I don't have it in my book. Um, and I feel like they did that well. I feel like they handled it well. Or maybe just the son was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think Sounds good. I think for me, well, the most exciting and the most like Christmas thing about this episode was just how much reminiscing happens at Christmas. Mm. And, like, it really is the reason for a lot of, like, the season. And I think as we get older and you go home to Texas and, like, people come back home here, you know, because they grew up here, it's, like, there's something really special about, like, getting together and, like, doing your own clip shows, honestly. It is a lot of, like, remember that time yeah, four years ago when – or, like, when you talk about gifts that you received. Right, or, right, right. Or it's a time when you, like, when everyone's home and you, like, watch home videos yeah. or, like, something like that. And your friends, like, y'all do what you used to do. Like, let's go to Padone's. Like, let's go rope rope and ride and – Is that what you do? Yeah. yeah. Wrangle some cattle. <laughs> <laughs> Wrangle that Texas air in my hair. There, I mean, there's something, there's something sweet about the reminiscing factor of it that I really did enjoy. Um, I really liked how they used, like, Christmas as the catalyst to, like, have a good – like remember this, remember that, and it's meaningful things that sometimes yeah. aren't so meaningful, but in the t- in the moment. But you have like twenty twenty hindsight to be like, oh no, that meant a lot to me, and that yeah, that conversation mattered or that moment mattered, and so that's why that's why I like this episode. There was like definitely that a pair of pants mattered to me. Yes, there's definitely a warmth communicated in this episode that I I really enjoyed a lot. And it's the they had a lot of it felt very traditions yeah oriented like yeah Fred and Ethel getting the tree two Fred trees. Two trees. Cutting Fred the tree down. kind of carving the tree so that it can fit Lucy's standards of um, symmetry. Um, That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I Her favorite ornament that she's had on her tree for so long. And we all have. What's your favorite ornament on your tree? Well, you know that our Christmas tree fell over a few years ago. <laughs> I do know that. So who knows anymore, honestly? You don't have a favorite ornament? No. I used to, but I don't know if it's still alive. We were going to do like this thing where we just gather ornaments everywhere we went. And we went to Greece this summer, of all places, and we just forgot to get an ornament. <laughs> you can order. You can get a Greek ornament on Amazon.com. Yeah. Hopefully it can be the Greek flag. It doesn't have coronavirus on it. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. You better wash your hands before you put my ornament. You know he boxes up every single Amazon order? Yeah, he's so dedicated to his craft. We stand. He's going to run for president, he, I bet. He's in the warehouse every day. He's are we good. He knows them all Product by name. Product guarantee. He knows them all by name. <laughs> There would be no watermark scandal with Jeff Bezos. What's watermark? They remember the watermark scandal in the office when there's oh, the yeah, 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 the, yeah, duck <laughs> the duck and the mouse. <laughs> it's 
Francesca, how are the kids? So Jeff comes in here every single day. Jeffy always asks me about he my kids. He brings me pizza every single Wednesday. <laughs> he, brings <laughs> he brings all of the warehouse workers pizza every single Wednesday. But you hear these horror stories about Amazon warehouses. Like, these women have to walk like 32 miles a day or something, and like their feet are bloody. And they're like, you can't take bathroom breaks. Because I think it's like as many orders as you ship is how much you get paid. So like they're like peeing in bottles and like. Oh my gosh. It's really I haven't read hellish. those. I haven't read those I can't reports. wait for Aaron Sorkin to write that movie. <laughs> It'll be the two hours leading up to a woman going to work. Join Fran- Her two-hour walk Join- from her house <laughs> to work. <laughs> Join Francesca as Aaron Sorkin writes a story of the last 32 seconds of her life in an Francesca, why did you choose the name Francesca? It sounds like a very, like, salt-of-the-earth, like, mother. A Francesca. Hardworking, like, she... Fran. She she she's she's the kind of person that you meet at like a potluck or like a friend's house. Like she's your mom's friend, and you like hear about her life, and you're like, how? And she's like, I just do it. Yeah, Francesca, tell me more. She's like, hey, you're like, can you multiply time? She's like, no, no. I mean, and, I and just she'll like have like a really well reasoned conversation with you about like something like that you have not taken any time to research, but she's like very interested. She's like, no, Prop 13's bad. You should not <laughs> vote for Prop 13. <laughs> And you're like, why not? Like, I just saw a commercial. She's like, well, no, it's going to do this. And, like, Francesca, you have three kids. But she delivers it in the most, like, meaningful, like, she's not coming off, like, scary, antagonistic. She's like, no, this is why you shouldn't be voting for Prop 13. And then in uh, seven years, we're decorating the Christmas tree, and I see a little pizza ornament, and it reminds me of Francesca. (laughs) And the story's writing itself, Aaron Sorkin. I (laughs) I do want to... Perform a Christmas play with you on the pod, an impromptu Christmas play, something like that, or maybe we we find like a script and we act. We do out. a lot of things. We do a lot of like bits where we just kind of see what happens. They just like fizzle out, and then everyone's like, Ugh, Ugh. another one of these. Oh, what was the last one we had? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh Chris, uh, Santa Claus is a female. She, she Claus. Remember when we were talking about Santa Claus being female? Oh, I don't. And you're like, okay, no, you come into the <laughs> store. <laughs> I'll have to go back and listen to it. I don't. No, no, no. This was the one I was like, we're at work, and you're like, okay, ask me, ask me a question. I don't remember this. Ugh. I'm struggling. You don't listen to your our podcast every I day. Don't actually. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you I sometimes it? do? Which means we have even less viewers than I thought. Dang it. <laughs> that's you just leave our ours that's on loop. Hard, that's a hard pill to swallow, team. Well, I hope you can swallow a pill and enjoy your day. I you swallow get this three pills every day. One to ten Christmas. Four pills. You get this four pills out of ten. Oh, in terms of Christmas cheer, maybe like, yeah, four. Four. I'll give it a four as well. It's good. Good episode, though. Warm. I'm glad we watched it. And we have like 11 left before we're out. I want to watch more I Love Lucy. More Modern Family. More Monk. More West Wing. All the West Wings. Yeah. That's Her nice. comedic chops were more like comedic flops. What did you think of that new drop? I hate, I hate her. I start like a weird, like her. Yeah, it sounded like you were about to like provide like a QVC commercial or something. Her comedic chops are because of these worst off knives. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You can buy all six for $49.99. I'll buy them. I'm in. All right, Brent. Thanks, bud. Is that it? Yeah, we're way over. Whoa, we just got like so into it. We're so locked in. Anyway. Okay, bye. Merry Christmas.